Hey y'all, happy new year, happy 2020. Would you ever think you would see 2020? I mean, I guess you would, but it's exciting nonetheless. Welcome, I just said nonetheless, so I just wanted to point that out. Um, I, I'm, I'm keeping it real, I just put a T on that, less. Anyway, welcome back to AKWT. I am your wonderful host, Kim DeFrancesco. Um, I am recording at home. I know the last episode I was recording at work and that sounded a little off. Um, but I am happy to be doing it at home. I had some time at the work and here we are. This is episode five. Um, and the title is Successful Entrepreneur. Okay, that's the title. And as I was trying to come up with my first five episodes of what I would like to talk about on each um, of those first five episodes, I thought about myself. Like, hmm, I want to put myself out there. I want to kind of um, put a little bit of my history, um, talk about myself a lot. And it's not because I'm self-centered. I'm so far from that. But I just like this platform to express myself, um, to tell things about myself that I'm sure other people can relate to. And one of the things that I am deep down in my heart is a entrepreneur. Okay. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit later in the episode, but that is the title. I did kind of tease that on my Facebook page as well. Um, so hopefully you will enjoy this episode and I hope that you will express um, your entrepreneur ideas uh, with me on my socials. But we'll talk about that a little later. So again, Happy New Year. Um, overview of my last week. Uh, of course, last week was the New Year. New Year came in on Wednesday. Uh, my New Year's Day was une- uh, uneventful as well as my New Year's Eve. I stayed home with my husband um, and we pretty much didn't do anything. <laughs> um, well, I did. I drank a lot. I made over making my own margaritas. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I did actually have fun here at, at home with my husband, just me and him. The kids were going, they were having fun of their own. So I had a great New Year's Eve. New Year's Day was really chill. Um, the only thing that sucked about New Year's Day is the simple fact that I had to return to work the next day. Same thing for Christmas. I had to go to work the next day, and that's never fun. But anyway, I got through it. I am very, um, I am very grateful to see another year. Um, and not to mention that my birthday is right around the corner, February first. Aquarius season will be here soon, so I'm very excited about that. Um, and let's see. So. What I did probably in the last couple of weeks to a month before the new year was kind of prepare myself mentally for what I want to see in the new year. Um, I just kind of thought about where I, where I was in 2019, um, the things that I didn't get to do that I wanted to do. Um, I thought a lot about that um, and what I wanted to accomplish in the next 
in the next three months, six months, a year, whatever, what have you. So, um, I was kind of preparing for that a, a month in advance. This is when I really seriously started thinking about it. Um, and I feel like I'm ready. I feel like I'm, I haven't been as ready to reach my personal goals in a long time, if ever. I think I'm more focused and I'm more motivated than I've ever been. At the tender age of 35, I'm finally trying to get my ish together, so... Let's get into the topic of the week. Um, the name of the episode is, is Successful Entrepreneur. Um, let's break that down. <laughs> Successful, someone who achieves their goals, someone who um, accomplishes what they set out to, uh, to accomplish. I don't know. That doesn't even make sense. But, um, entrepreneur, someone who has these very bright ideas, these great ideas and, and, you know, they've planned, they've written business plans, they've, um, researched, they've done all of this stuff, but guess what? No implementation. Not one of those ideas have been put into gear. And that's me. Um, I've done probably the bare minimum of uh, all of these. Some of these ideas I've come up with. I mean, I, I will definitely share those. Um, for all of my family listening out there, I am sure you are aware of my several attempts to starting a business. Especially the ones that I'm really close to and that I share that type of information with. Because I'm just always cooking up something at my desk and my dining room. Just saying. Um, and I guess everyone thinks that their idea is a good idea, I would imagine. Um, and that's what, that's how I feel. I feel like when you come up with a, an idea, a business idea, um, and you think about implementing it, you always should think how, who, who would buy this product or who would, um, what would my audience be, I guess, um, who do I think, what type of people would need this type of product, so I've always, I always have my focus in mind, but the implementation part is always the hardest, um, so a couple of my business ideas, number one, I've wanted a blog for a long time, and I don't really want to consider a blog, a business idea, quote, um, because it's something that I enjoy doing. I like writing. Um, I like typing. I like coming up with, with a topic or a question and, and writing about it. And I will say blogging, I'm so much more comfortable with typing an article than speaking, okay? I'm so not a verbal person, um, and I am not a a public speaker either so I am um I love writing and that's just always been my thing so yeah the blog that's just it's an idea but it's also something that's soothing to me 
Um, let's see. And number two, um, I've always wanted to start a, an all-boys store. I wanted, I have three boys. And I, I've always had trouble finding nice clothes for them. I'm not going to say nice, but a variety of, of clothing and, and accessories and things like that. Um, every time we go into a department store, uh, every time we go to, say, an Old Navy or... Um, say J.C. Penney's. Yes, I still like J.C. Penney's, so don't judge. Um, the limited, they, the boys' clothing is just so limited. It's you can't find. I mean, everything either has like a fire truck on it, or like cars on it. You know, the typical quote boy stuff. And I'm just, you know, I'm not gonna say I never dressed my boys in that type of stuff. I did, but it's because I couldn't find anything better. I mean. Oh no. So I've always thought of an idea to um open up an all boys store, whether it be online or whether it be like a brick and mortar. That's a dream of mine. I still would love to do that one day. So um let's see what we have. Subscription box. Um this is probably one of my best ideas. Um I came up with a logo. Um, I came up with a box design. Oh my goodness. I, I want to post it so bad, but I probably won't because I want to buy still my stuff, you know. Um, yeah, and the box would be geared to, towards boys and it would be, um, you know, there are boxes like this, um, a, clo- a subscription box with clothes and accessories and you get it maybe every month or every other month, or by seasons. I know you guys know what I'm talking about because there are several of these type of boxes out there. Um, very subscription boxes are very, very, very popular nowadays. So I wanted to hop on that train. I had my business plan together and still have it in my desk in the dining room. <laughs> um, and I would love to do that one day. The issue I found with that is Boys or kids in general vary in size, and inventory would be an issue, and it just didn't really, I couldn't really put it all together. So, that's my other idea. Um, and I have a, a another one, but this isn't necessarily my idea. This is my husband's idea, okay? Just out of the blue, you know, we're always, well, I'm the more of an entrepreneur. He's just like, listen, I'm going to work until I can retire, and there we go. And I got my pension, I got my, my retirements, that's my plan. Me, I'm like, cool, we got your pension, we'll have my pension soon, um, retirements, cool. But I still do not wish to work for a job my entire life. So I'm just always on this path of searching for what I'd like to do. So he has an idea one day. He said, hey, why don't you open a bra store? Doesn't that sound just like a man? Yeah, it does. So I'm like, wow, I mean, that's a pretty good idea. I'm a woman. I know about bras. Um, 
So maybe, so for a little bit, I had looked into that a little bit more. Um, but it turns out mm, that wasn't really a passion of mine. So we kind of, you know, X that off the list. Um, so those are just a few of my ideas that I've came up with over the years. Um, I did actually attempt to start a boys clothing line. I'm sorry, not clothing line, but it was like a horrible thing. So the name of the store was KC for Boys. Love that name, okay? I don't care what nobody said. KC for Boys. Um, and it was an online store that I, you know, through Shopify, I put it all up. I got it together. Now, mind you, this is like three, four years ago. So it's a little bit, I wasn't as um, experienced with, uh, those type of platforms to like put everything together yourself. I wasn't that experienced, but however, I did understand the concept of drop shipping. Okay, so with this store, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with drop shipping. A customer goes on your online store, they order a product, that product ships from China, okay, and um, shipped from China to the customer. Now, in theory, I, I like the idea because I didn't have any inventory. So, in theory, it's a little bit easier. But, guess what? We have Amazon. We have Amazon. You can get stuff the same day sometimes. So, at the time, I don't think Amazon was, um, I don't want to say it's popular, but they weren't doing like the same day. Uh, delivery or the two-day delivery at that time, I don't think. But nobody wants to wait two to three weeks to receive their product and sometimes never, ever receive the product become, because it's come from China. So <laughs> the funny thing about that is I had one customer, guys, it's funny to me now. At the time, it was it was I was very happy when I got that one customer. She bought like two shirts or something, um, and she bought two shirts, and um, you know, and I made like I don't know twenty bucks. It was amazing, but come come to find out, she only received one shirt, and I had to reimburse her for the second shirt that she never received. And that was my one and only customer. So that was my experience with e-commerce, so to speak. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of where I am in my entrepreneurship journey. Um, it's very interesting. It, it is. And I think the biggest thing that I don't have is time. And I blame that on probably everything. My time is just so limited and my days are just so full. But um, when we come back, I'm going to just say a couple of things um, that talk about a couple of things that may be holding, that I think hold me back from really going for it. Um, and also, if you are an entrepreneur like me, they may be holding you back as well. So see you on the other side. So, these are five things that may be holding you back from going for it, okay? Um, and I definitely can relate. 
to these because I have experienced them all. So, number one, fear of failure. I think this is probably the number one thing that holds um, people back from just going forward and going after their, their dream or starting that business. Um, I honestly don't really have a fear of failure anymore just because I've failed before. So it's like you fail at one thing. Um, if you fail, fail, keep trying because something, it, you, if you keep going, something will stick. So it's not a huge failure of mine. Um, you know, I, I look at, and a perfect example of this is I look at my podcast episodes that I have done so far and I look at my listenership and I am very proud. Um, I don't do as much marketing as I can or as I should. Um, and I just blame that on just probably not being knowledgeable enough. I am learning as I'm going. But the people that listen, probably I know all of them, which is totally okay with me. I appreciate the support. I don't care where it's coming from. Um, and that's fine with me. I'm okay with that. And I've came a long way with that, by the way. So I feel like how you can overcome your fear of failure is to anticipate your success. Um anticipate your success just imagine if that thing works for you if that business works out just you just anticipate how that feeling will be um if if you go into it thinking that you're going to be successful you're likely going to be successful so if you anticipate that success i think i think you'll go well and that's how i have been um in this this particular journey that I've been on in podcasting. Um, so that's one. And also set reachable goals. Oh, man, I think with the subscription box, I mean, I had these goals. And they were just so, first of all, they were goals that I was set. And there was probably no way that I could achieve them so close together. Um, and I think that's what I kind of lost my motivation for because I'm like, how in the world am I going to achieve these goals within that time frame? So set reachable goals, um, to take small steps, one step at a time is how I like to think of it. So yeah, so that's fear of failure. Number two, fear of finances. Um, I think this was with the boy store order also with the subscription box and I'm speaking of my you know my past um, business ideas um I'm like how am I going to finance this venture um you know the savings that we do have uh, is our emergency savings um if something goes wrong where I don't really have extra quote money to put into a business um, and taking out a business loan is just something that I would not rather do unless it was viable, um, unless I thought it would be viable. So the fear of finances, I feel like, um, and this is me preaching to myself, that's another, um, that's another place where you want to take small steps. It's like, okay, what do I need now? Um, for instance, podcasting. I'm recording on my on my iPad right now. It's probably not the best sound quality, but I am doing it nonetheless. I plan on 
buying a mic, um, getting some equipment, you know, in the next couple of months or so. But as I get more comfortable, I am using with what using what I have, and that's my iPad. Um, and I feel like that's uh, this is also preparing me to uh, record better and to speak better. And by the time I get that microphone, I'll be good to go. I'll be a pro by then, maybe. Uh, so, in another, um, see here, another way you can overcome the fear of uh, finances is um, budget. And I think that goes for anything in life, whether you're starting a business, your personal life. Um, just just have a budget on what you want to spend on whatever. So, for instance, um, the podcast. I want to spend a certain amount on a mic, you know, and if I see maybe in six months um, I can afford a better mic or a better system or whatever it is I need for a more quality sound, that's that's a budget that I'll, that I'll have. Um, I want to invest in, in another laptop. If I see that, um, you know, I need, a, um, let's see, how can I say, if I need... I'm losing my words here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's just let's just say equipment. If I need to upgrade my equipment at some point, I can put that in my budget to see when I'm going to be able to do so. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to bonus a bonus. You know, coming up. Hey, I might can upgrade some of my stuff then. So budgeting is definitely a good thing. Um, and a business plan. I've I've written out at least three business plans. Um, but I have never completed the finance part of that, um, just because I was. It always scared me once I got there. But I've I've researched and I've seen how good how how good it is to have that part and part of your business plan. So business plan is the way to go. Number three, being wrong. Um, this is always scary because you always want to go into something thinking that you are doing the right thing. Um, I am absolutely not positive about almost any new thing that I'm trying to do. I'm like... You know, is this, do these people want to hear me talk for like 30 minutes? Um, am I, you know, should I invest in getting uh, better equipment now? And then maybe they might be more interested to listen. So I, I just don't know. Like being wrong is probably a big fear of mine as well. But how can I overcome this or how, how have I overcome this? I have learned so much by hopping on the internet and researching. I mean, everything. Sometimes to the point where I'm up like 1, 2 in the morning because I'm just trying to gather more information into how I am to, how I'm, how I'm supposed to do something. Um, I'm on, of course, Google. I'm on Reddit. I'm on just anything trying to get some type of information and to feed my brain um of how I am supposed to learn how to podcast or how do I open this 
boy store or how am I supposed to uh, get this inventory to pack these subscription boxes? I am, I am always researching. Okay. Um, and I think another way to overcome um, being wrong is learning from um, your mistakes or my mistakes. Um, so I think I can relate this to the um, the boy store that I started the drop shipping from China. That was a mistake. I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but I did it, and I learned from it. And I just know that was that is not the right way to go. Now I know. Um, but I'm I'm glad that I put myself out there and I created something that I was very proud of at the time. I really was so proud of that store. Um, and I learned from my mistakes. And now if I was to go that route again, I would know what to do. Um, I would know which route to take and which route not to take. So that's that's um, a way that I can overcome being wrong. Number four, risk risk taking. Um, risk taking. Uh, I know a lot of us are scared to jump out there because you don't want, you don't know what's out there. You open as a business, say you open a store, I'm opening my brick and mortar store, and I have no customers. Nobody's coming in. I took this risk. I have a huge overhead. I pay for all this inventory. I pay for the space, but nobody's coming in. That's a risk that you would have to take. If you truly believe in your idea and you believe that your idea is going to work, you have to put yourself out there and take those risks. Now, again, I'm preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to myself um, because I've looked for places, commercial spaces. I've even probably called a couple of places, um, but I was just so afraid to take that risk and, and borrow money um, you know, take out a business loan or what have you to try to open up that store. Um, but that is a part of being a business owner is taking risks. Um, and how to overcome that? I would say this has to do with researching as well. Um, researching, making sure those risks are worth it, making sure you're dealing with the right people and you're doing the right thing and you're taking all of the steps to be successful. Um, and if you take that risk and it doesn't work, then you know you've taken the right steps in the right direction to um, be successful in that business. So, there you go. Last but not least, fear of losing your passion. Um, now, let me see. I think probably with the whole bra store thing, I was excited about that at first. But then I was like, I mean... I don't even like my own boobs, so I don't think I want to deal in the bra business. I think I would have gotten tired of that really quick. Um, so, I think that I would, even if I'm doing something that I want to do, selling boys clothes or what have you, um, I think there would have been times, because retail is tough. I've read about it, I know it's tough, um, but there may be moments where you lose passion. Um, during trying times when, when the, the money isn't looking right or the finances aren't looking right and you overspend and, and undersell, 
Um, and I know that that may, you know, open up a chance for me to lose that passion that I had in the very beginning. Um, I think how you can overcome this is to go back to why you started. Why did you start your business? Um, remember the passion that you had in the very beginning. Remember how much you wanted this. Um, remember just what you dreamed of. Remember how you anticipated your success. You know, so you go back to that and you just really push through, I think it'll be, it'll happen. And as I said several times before, I'm preaching to myself as well. Not only to you guys, but to myself. Um, and also, fear of losing passion. What is your end goal? Go back to your end goal. What do you want to ultimately do? Do you want to open this business and you want to stay in it and retire from it? Do you want to open this business? Do you want to make it profitable? And do you want to sell it and then move on to the next business? What's that end goal? And I think when you set that end goal, I think that'll make it a little bit more clear and and you'll you'll realize why you're here in the first place. So there you go. Those are the five things that may be holding you back from going for it. And I hope this has been um, inspiring because it has been inspiring for me even putting it together. I'm just like, wow, I can really relate. So those, those are, um, go for it, guys. Go for it. Open up business. All right. So the Inspire Me segment this week is dedicated to all of the women um, who are also mothers. All of the women who are mothers and business owners as well or entrepreneurs. Um, I'm just always inspired when I see a mom doing her thing as a mom, but also doing her thing as an entrepreneur. I mean, balancing those two things have got to be difficult. I am not a business owner, but I work a full-time job. And balancing being a mother and working a full-time job is quite an art. <laughs> so um, I'm very inspired when I see these type of women on social media or reading about them, um, you know, online somewhere. Um, and it just shows that you can do both, absolutely. And I'm, I'm very inspired by that. Um, and also, not just business owners, but career-driven women um, that, had, you know, hold these very high positions or, or very senior positions, and they also hold it down as a mother. And I am very inspired by that. So... All of you out there that are listening, you're women, you're a business owner, entrepreneur, you're career-driven, whatever, kudos. Keep up the good work, ladies. Positive Vibes Quote of the Week. And this is in direct relation to our topic here, um, Successful Entrepreneur. If opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. Again, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. Um, and this is by, let's see here, Milton Burrow looks like. I'm not sure who that is, but that's not really important. The quote is very important. Um, by my 30s, uh, I guess all throughout my 20s, I s didn't search for much. I just always expected things to kind of 
drop into my lap or for someone to come and hand me an opportunity or hand me something. Um, And for most of my 20s, I was handed a lot. I didn't really have to grow up until I kind of got out on my own. And when I say on my own, I really mean moved in with my husband, now husband, um, and our kids. And I had to step it up a lot. Um, so with that said, now I do believe that if I really want something for myself, I have to create it. If I want to, to create something and leave a blueprint here for my children, for their children, I have to do it myself. Um, sometimes opportunity does present itself for some people, sometimes earlier than others. Um, I might not see that opportunity for years to come, but that doesn't mean that I can't start now. So I was very inspired by that quote. Um, it really means a lot and I hope you can, you know, take something from it as well. My goal of the week is very simple. Stay focused. Do not get sidetracked by anything or anyone keep your keep my eye on a prize and just go for it and that's probably not only the goal for for the week that's the goal for the year um I, and I've been doing a pretty good job let's see we're in seven days into 2020 and I think I've been doing pretty good with that so um I'm I'm down I'm, I'm here I'm alive I gotta make the best of it couple shout outs that I want to give. Um, so first of all, I want to go ahead and shout out my sister and her boyfriend's podcast, um, Tony and Terrence podcast. Listen, guys, they've been doing it for, I think, almost two years now. Um, they just celebrated their 100th episode in December. They are a couple... Um, raising my brilliant CSE three three year old nephew, um, and they're millennial millennials. Um, talk about millennial stuff, but it's so relatable. I love listening to them. They're very authentic. Um, they bring the real. They're very creative, and they have a lot to say. So, go ahead and follow them. Um, subscribe to their podcast on Apple Podcasts, and I believe probably anywhere you can find podcasts. Again, that's Tony, T-O-N-I, and Terrence, T-E-R-E-N-C-E podcast. Um, listen, subscribe, and let them know what you think. They also have a Facebook page, Tony and Terrence podcast, I believe is the name, and also Instagram um, Tony and Terrence, I believe. But if you do a nice little search, you'll be able to find them. Um, that's my little sister, and they're doing an awesome job. So, so go ahead and support them. Um, also, my sister Tony, um, she also has a YouTube channel, um, Tony Talks. Get on over there and subscribe to that as well. Um, 
she's, you know, she's starting out on her YouTube channel. She does interviews. She's very good. So I actually just played a little bit of the music here. I'm on here. Um, she does interviews and she just has different things on there. I see one on here, but she's doing a shampoo and deep conditioning routine. She's just so cute. Um, so follow her on there. She is, she is just learning as she goes and she's just doing an awesome job of really, um, building up her brand, um, Terrence as well. So go ahead and support her YouTube channel. We've reached the end, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode five. Um, I hope that it was fun. Probably not fun, but hope it was a little bit informative. And I hope that um, if you feel like I feel and you share the same sentiments, then you can definitely relate to how I feel about wanting to be a business owner, but not really going for it and for it in full capacity. Um, I'm working on it. I will continue to work on it. Um, sometimes I think I age myself um, and I'm like, I'll be 36 soon. You know, a lot of people have, uh, you know, businesses in their 20s, blah, blah, blah. And I try not to think about stuff like that. I'm usually way more positive than that. But I have my times. Um, but I do hope this was enjoyable for you. Um, so I have completed five episodes of the podcast. I'm so surprised that I, that I have. Like, wow. Um, and I do plan on adding some more little segments into it and switching things up and having some guests here and there. When I say guests, I mean family. Like, I don't mean, like, people I don't know I am definitely not ready for that not on that level yet but um I have asked a couple of people to join me so hopefully that'll be happening soon um just make sure that you follow me on all of my socials um I will be giving sort of a preview of what the upcoming podcast episode will be about um just to give you a heads up so you can tune in and follow me on Facebook um, at all women first and you'll get the if you go to the Facebook page you will see I have posted why that is the name of that and it's not as Kim's world turns long story not really long but it, it definitely explains it on on the Facebook page um also follow me on Instagram at as Kim's world turns some cute stuff on there and my blog is up and running um, and that's www.askimsworldturns.com. Um, I plan on updating that as well on a daily basis. I'm sorry, not daily, on a regular basis. Um, and, uh, yeah, so follow me on the socials, guys. Keep up with your girl. Have a great week, everybody. See you next week.